Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. If you could revisit one important moment from your life, a time when things went wrong or when a decision was made that still haunts you today, would you want to go back to try to make things right? In Heavyweight, Jonathan Goldstein tries to coax people into facing up to these uncomfortable life events. And sometimes he really does seem to be fixing something. His role in all of this is quite difficult to explain. He's part detective, part therapist, part narrator. And he cleverly insinuates himself into these stories of second chances, lingering on the awkward moments and times when things don't quite go according to plan. This is the start of the third season of Heavyweight, released in October, and it's an episode called Rob. My friend Rob Corddry is a famous actor, and the fact you think I'm resentful is ridiculous. No, I'm afraid that says more about you than it does about me. I guess you could say Robert and I have both done pretty well. He works with famous movie stars like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I work with famous podcast editors like Jorge The Rock Collection Just. And boy, does he have a lot of amethyst. Rob was a correspondent on The Daily Show and stars in film franchises like Hot Tub's Time Machine 1 and 2, and I star in Heavyweight, the podcast you're listening to right now. So good for Rob, and good for me. I don't even know why we're still talking about this. Because after all, it wasn't Dwayne Johnson who Rob recently approached with a unique problem. It was me. Aside from a pocketful of noogies and karate chops, I guess there wasn't a thing the great The Rock could do for Robert. Rob is more your showbiz name, right? But it's also my name. It is? Yeah. Because of showbiz opportunities, Rob can't leave Hollywood, so he phones me from a studio in L.A. Hey, gentlemen. Start whenever you want, and we'll just keep rolling. Once his studio operator, Laura, gets us rolling, Rob tells me his tale of woe. It all began with his daughter, Sloane. My daughter is 11, and... She tripped over a log and broke her arm. Sloan was at school, and she tripped over a log and fell. Which was exactly how I broke my arm when I was a kid. When Rob was around his daughter's age, he was out in the woods with his Boy Scout troop, and he also tripped over a log and broke his arm, exactly like Sloan. Did you tell her this story about how when you were a kid, the same thing had happened to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every connection I I make with her, I kind of cherish. And I thought that was just a funny one, that we broke our arms in in the same exact way. So uh, she went and got a a cast. uh, And I forwarded the picture. It was this adorable picture of my daughter and her purple cast. And I I sent the picture to my family. Rob texted the photo to his brother, his sister, his mother, and his father. 
And so, a text thread began. Do you have the texts on you? I do. I think I do, yeah. It might take me a second to find sure. them. Sure, yeah. Okay, is this it? Just trying to find the beginning. It's so long. Um, there's a lot about my daughter here. Um, a lot of, oh, man, that poor little girl, and, and so forth. When the family asked how Sloan had broken her arm, Rob excitedly told them about the weird coincidence. And that's when Rob's troubles began. My mother immediately shot back, you never broke your arm. My mother said, I do not remember that at all. Laura, do you remember that? Because my sister is the the keeper of memories. In a family, each member has their role, the thing that defines them. Laura's role is keeper of memories. And immediately, she texted back, Don't recall any of this. A second later, Rob's father weighed in with ridicule. Was that the camping trip where you broke your arm and it healed overnight? Rob shot back. I had a cast for weeks, exclamation point. Next, Rob's younger brother Nate chimed in. Oh boy, here we go. Another I broke my arm, I broke my arm story. Look, I'm the broken arm guy. That's my role. In a family, those agreed-upon roles are reinforced through agreed-upon stories. Rob says the Cordries have about a half a dozen chestnuts that get told over and over. One of the biggies is about young Nate and how he broke his arm twice. Rob's mom is quick to confirm. That's true. You are the broken arm, but... I'm just reading this verbatim. She, my mother can't type worth a crap. And then she wrote right after that, broken arm guy. I don't have my glasses on. I was texting with them for about an hour afterwards. And everyone in my family swears that I never broke my arm. This, in spite of Rob's absolute certainty that he did break his arm. It really, it made me angry. It's very uh, invalidating. I felt like, you know, my mother didn't remember this experience, this, this, that her son was in pain and, and had to be taken to the hospital and was, and was in a cast and for a long time. You know, and I, I think I felt, uh, um, I, I felt, I don't know, forgotten. Rob has crystal clear memories of the day it happened. I was on a camp out. My, uh, my troop, my Boy Scout troop, would go on a camping trip um, one weekend out of every month. It was the fall, so I assume we were in Plymouth, Massachusetts. It was dark. And I was standing on a log, sort of a log that you would sit on in front of a campfire. And I, it was rolling. I was rolling it. And I think maybe I was just trying to make people laugh. And I, uh, and I fell and knew immediately that I had broken my arm. I've never felt that kind of pain. One of the adults on the trip, an old friend of the family named Don Smith, took Rob to the hospital where he was fitted with a cast. Afterwards, Mr. Smith brought Rob back to the campground, and that night, Rob slept in the back of a pickup while Mr. Smith slept up front, behind the wheel of the truck. And 
And I remember waking up and being in such pain. And I think I waited there for, it felt like the longest time that I was just laboring over waking him up. I felt Hmm. so bad waking him up. Eventually, the pain became so severe that Rob had no choice but to rouse Mr. Smith for a painkiller. I asked him what else he remembers. The way it smelled. The, the cast. Yeah. I mean, you know, your your arms covered up in plaster for five to seven weeks. And so, you know, it, it smells like a, a gym locker that hasn't been cleaned in five to seven weeks. And I remember liking the smell. That's that's the weird part. <laughs> and getting it off. I remember getting it off. I remember getting the cast off, and uh, and it smelled terrible, of course, but good to me. I just <laughs> pretended that it smelled awful <laughs> while I was drinking it in. And uh, and my arm had just withered to nothing. It looked like a different person's arm. I can't be making that up, right? Rob fired off a series of texts to his family, recounting those memories in exhaustive detail. The campout, Mr. Smith, the cast. When he finished, his mom was the first to text back. I'm afraid you were hallucinating, sweetie. Rob tried to laugh it off, but he couldn't stop thinking about it. That evening, Rob shared his frustration with his wife. And... And she patiently listened to the texts, and afterwards she smiled, and she said, I'm on your family side. Gently, his wife reminded him that he's kind of absent-minded. He doesn't always have the best memory. Also, in their 16 years of marriage, Rob had never once mentioned a broken arm. Maybe Rob's mom was right, Maybe he was hallucinating. Either I'm telling the truth, Jonathan, or I'm completely insane. And it could be that I'm insane. Is Rob insane? Or had he really broken his arm? I was going to find out. But before setting forth on something like this, I need a call to arms. Something to stir my innards good. So we're going to do this. I'm going to do it. Yeah, good. My innards remain unstirred. So, I'm going to get right on this. All right, great. But just when I think that Rob will never give my innards the stirring they need... Hey, Jonathan. Yes. Go get him, you son of a bitch. That's what I was was waiting for. Yeah, that was great. That was good. I was going to say either that or get those bastards, but I'd have felt weird calling my family bastards. After the break... Questioning some dirty, rotten bastards. All right, great. All right, I th- love you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right, right back at you there. Um, right, say I, it. I want you to say it. I love you. So. What? I I just. You'll, hello? Hello. Oh, think, yeah, I'm still here. So Laura is there as well? Yeah. You dropped out a little bit there, Jonathan. Oh, sorry. If you so- could repeat what you said, that'd be great. Rob, is Rob still there? I'm here. I'm still here. Yeah, we're both here. I think there's one little section where you dropped out a bit. I think you know what section that was, Jonathan. I was just, I was just asking if you were, if you were still. Can you hear me, Laura? Some of episode 16, Rob from Heavyweight, the show's hosted and produced by Jonathan Goldstein for Gimlet Media, and also produced by Kalila Holt, Peter Bresnan, and Stevie Lane, with editing by Jorge Just and Alex Bloomberg. 
And thanks to Julia Kaplan at Gimlet for her help bringing that to you. You can find more information and links so you can listen to all of it and subscribe at rnz.co.nz forward slash podcast hour. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.